What's the deal, y'all? This is Dom. What's up, guys? This is Isaac. And this is Streetball Episode Four. Me and Isaac, fresh off a of, fresh off a of, uh, fresh off a of men's league loss last night. But I gotta say something, Isaac. You put in work. He had an easy dub. I was a little off. I had I had I had a lot of rebounds, but my shot was off. I feel like if I would have showed up a little better, we would have won. And it was fine. It was just off. Every dog has his day, man. It's no big deal. It's all good. Um, shoot, I'm injured right now. My calf actually hurts. I've been limping around all day. Uh, to, and also, the other team played zone the entire game. We had five guys, and we still stuck it out and played man. So there's a, there's a lot to commend for that. I'll just say this. If you come to a men's league game and you decide to play zone, it should be an automatic technical off the rip. You're soft. Off the rip. In a men's league, you're soft. Calling it how it is. <laughs> we got some good stuff for you guys today. Um, we're going to talk about a lot of good things across the league. Obviously, programs like we usually do. King of the court results from yesterday. We also have a special guest, Jalen Clark, coming to the show, being interviewed later today. So make sure you stay on to see that. Um, yeah, guys, make, make sure you guys click the star to follow and make sure to share the broadcast. Click the diamond and drop props and support the culture. All right, first things first. I've been waiting to talk about this all, all week. DeJounte versus Paolo. Oh, <laughs> bro. All right. For, for people who don't know, uh, DeJounte Murray, Paolo Banchero, both Seattle natives, were playing in Isaiah Thomas's Zekin event where, uh, you know, it's just a thing for charity that he runs out of Seattle. Uh, and as you can see on the on the TV screen, there's a play where DeJounte faked out Paolo Benchero and then threw it off the backboard and dunked it and then proceeded to throw it at Paolo Benchero, the basketball. Now, at the time, we had no context, but as you can see on the screen, uh, a social media battle ensued afterward, uh, which showed us that um, it was a little personal. I guess Paolo started pulling the number one draft pick card, and uh, DeJounte didn't really like that that much. Um, hey, D Isaac, who do you think's in the right here? Do you think this is okay, or what do you think? Uh, I think the social media took it to the next level, the, the trigger fingers. I don't think it needed to get that far. Like, I thought, you know, it was just some runs. I understand DeJounte's, you know, being a little disrespectful, he calls it, but, I mean, it's, a, it, it's, it's hoops, man. It's hoops. There's a lot of guys out there like me who like to talk a lot of smack and just have fun out there. It's just that adrenaline rush, bro. I don't I don't really see the issue with it. But when it gets to the social media and the whole public's watching a whole argument, I think that's where it's kind of like, all right, it's kind of extra. I, I guess DeJounte's point was that Paulo, who was a younger player than him, same area, Seattle Hoopers are all close-knit. Uh, Paulo has been apparently looking up to DeJounte, being the guy that went to the NBA first, uh, asked to rebound for DeJounte and the and pass according to him. Uh, now he, he tried to pull the number one pick card and made it personal in that way and tried to flex on him. When at the end of the day, uh, he, he, I guess he's trying to say we're all family, but I agree with you. I don't think this should go past what was on the floor. It should stay on social media and they should hash it out like adults. But speaking of that, yeah, who's going to win the fight? How? <laughs> Hey, man, I just saw Vanchero play in uh, NBA Summer League. I stood next to him. That's a 6'10 tank. I'm putting my money on the table for Vanchero, man. What about I'm you? Sure. I'm, I'm going to keep it a buck with you. All that size don't mean nothing, bro. I think hey. DeJounte is really about that action. You saw his little social media post. 
we say it's gonna blow blow us back out. I don't, I don't understand that. <laughs> All I know is that man means action. That man means action, bro. He don't care about nothing. He said, "I'll blow your back out," which I mean, I only have one meaning for that for real, but maybe it means something else for him. But that tells me that man is about that action. Yeah, that's so I'm going. I'm going with. I'm going with Dejounte ten times out of ten. That's fair. That's fair. I, okay, I can see that. But I'm just saying, man, Cheryl, man, it's a big six ten. That's a big boy that can move really well. I don't know, man. Maybe we got to set up a celebrity fight for that. An MMA fight. Chad, what do you guys think? Do you guys think that uh, who do you think will win, Paulo or Dejounte in a fight? You guys drop your comments below. Um, well, let's move on to a, a more a happier note. Um, so you see, I got my content magic gear on today. Uh, Sunday, me and Isaac attended the Drew League. Oh, you, you see all the all the friends back there. Magic he's, he's at the Embassy in Magic Land. Um, we attended the Drew League because it was a special moment for our program. Uh, content magic alums Nyeko Kangu, who plays for the Atlanta Hawks, Dalen Terry, the 18th pick for the Chicago Bulls, Isaiah Mobley, second round pick for the Cleveland Cavaliers, Jalen Clark, UCLA, and host of the show today. And also Deshaun Taylor, who's overseas star and also has touched the NBA. All five Magic Boys started for no snacks in the Drew League the other day. And they got the W over a pretty good team as well. So that, that team was loaded. They actually smacked them too. It made it look easy. They they had some hitters. They had Matt Mitchell, they had uh they had Mari Bailey, they had Trey White, amongst others. It was a really good team, but you know, just to see all of our guys out there on the floor at once. It was a dope experience. What do you think about that? Bro, it's like family in Magic Land. You know where I'm at right now. This is where Onyeka got drafted. Onyeka got drafted on this couch during the pandemic. That's why his balls, his draft ball is sitting right here. But yes. You know how it is, man. It's Magic Boy's family over here. Like, look at that. Look at that. Look at that uh, connection right there. DT threw it up. Oh, catches alive. Like, these guys have been playing together since seventh, eighth grade. It's a family yeah. environment, bro. That was fun, bro. I had fun at the Drew. That was turned up. Magic takeover. We, we only go to the Drew every once in a while, but to see something like that in front of our faces, it got me to thinking, and don't get it twisted. This is not a proclamation of any sorts because I'm just wondering, has any other AAU team ever had a starting five in the Drew League? I'm wondering. Now, anybody in the chat, if you guys have, have your teams, whatever it may be, that you that you know started all five guys in the Drew League, I want to know. But right now, from what I understand, it's probably it's it's one of the few times that it's ever happened. No, for sure. I mean, one one team I could possibly think of right now is uh, Rock Johnson. Obviously, I can. Yeah. But I'm not too sure. I'm not. We got to do more research. But I mean, this was iconic, bro. We did something that's pretty different. Pretty unique, bro. Something that can't really be done. It's special. It's a special moment. The one thing that I got to think about is uh, how the sheer the sheer number of Magic boys that are in the Drew League, regardless of team. We might have to have our own team next year, so stay tuned for that. Um, moving forward, another happening that uh, you know I'm a Lakers fan, uh, and we've uh, we've seen this guy uh, since he's a rookie. Uh, it was really cool to see. Kyle Kuzma in the past few days scored 67 points at the Powdery League. Uh, I guess a lot of it guarded by Scotty Barnes, who's an elite defender as well. Uh, nuts, bro. Um, and now I know we 
don't know how much um, I don't know how much weight we put on proams, but is this like a sign that Kuz is about to break out and be one of those players in the in the league, especially given the team that he plays for, the Wizards, who need a second guy under Bradley Bill? I mean, this is a per- in my opinion, I think this is a perfect situation for him to spaz out and really explode and have a have a great year. But I mean, it's on him, man. He got to get aggressive and go out there and really, really kill. Um, I think he has ability. How tall is he? Like six nine, six ten. Guard that could do everything. Pretty athletic. Like, yeah, he just has to go earn it, bro. But I'm a believer. What about you, Domo? You know, I've seen Kuz play a lot, and I love his game. Um, it's good. But I think on like uh, superstars in this game, like uh, you saw, like we've been talking about Dejounte today. Dejounte Murray made a quantum leap last year. Um, even John Morant took to the quantum leap last year, became an all star. John Morant, uh, Steph, Steph Curry, like t- took his game to new heights this year, in spite of being thirty. Uh, those type of guys are superstars and have extraordinary, uh, like, superpower type things about them. And I don't think Kuz has that. I think Kuz has a cap. I think he's going to be a really good player in the NBA. But I think in an NBA setting, you you see what you see is what you get. And Kuz is is um, is capable of scoring thirty or forty, but on a nightly basis, I think he's at best like a twenty point a game scorer. And that's just my opinion. I I think if he becomes an all star, great. But I just don't think he's capable of that. That's fair to say. I mean, I could see him be, being like a secondary player, like a second option on a team, a great second option. Um, but I, I really think it's mentally for him. Like, I think he has the ability. He just has to go do it. And that's all it is. But I mean, if he, it's nothing but time and opportunity, bro. Bradley Bill needs a Robin, to a Batman to his Robin. So, like, maybe maybe Kuzma steps it up this year and he um, he takes it to that next level. But once again, I don't think he's capable of being that type of all-star level player. Uh, but besides Kuz this year, who do you think – in the L has a really good chance of taking that quantum leap from last year. Something off the top of the dome, a player off the top of the dome right now, I would say, uh, hey, Kate Cunningham. I think Kate Cunningham's going to come out and, and do something special. I think they're, uh, yeah. I think he's going to do something, man. I feel that. Kate Cunningham, I'm a believer, man. No, uh, Cade's a great uh, candidate for that. Uh, obviously, I'm going to be biased here. Evan Mobley. I, I think Ev has the, the physical tools. And after one year in the league, going back home and doing his thing and getting better over the offseason, I think Ev has a really good chance of taking that quantum leap. He has all the physical tools. Cade is a really good example of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I also think that you you have some other guys that are diving in the roughs like um shoot like um scotty barnes scotty barnes has has a full toolkit and i was really surprised on how good he did in the league scoring last year in spite of not really being a good offensive player i would say in in high school in the collegiate ranks like he was a uh and obviously a more high level but a glue guy like like he did a little bit of everything like a draymond green type and to see him do that his first year in the L, I was 
really surprised. And I think that because of his scoring acumen now, he has the ability to do that. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, he showed some some good stuff, man. But I mean, but hey, that, here, man. that Evan Mobley, uh, K Cunningham draft class was unbelievable. There's going to be a lot of all-stars coming out of that uh, draft class. But I, Evan should have won uh, Rookie of the Year. Uh, I don't care. I agree. I 100% <laughs> agree. But I'm not going to discredit Scotty Barnes. No, no. Scotty did his thing. Like, he, he did his thing. You can't discredit that. But also, yeah, Evan got robbed. All right. Before we move to the next segment, make sure you click the star to follow and make sure to share the broadcast with other people. Click the diamond to drop props and support the culture. Now. We're at the bread and butter, baby. King of the court. Ooh. Hey, this one was real personal for us because we had two homies in it. Uh, I think just like the other weeks, we kind of overlooked somebody else, Uncle Scoob, who is a really good player. Uh, started off a little slow with Dion. Dion went to his old school bag, bro. Just literally took Uncle Scoob to the post, took Uncle Scoob to the post, played his game, played, stayed simple. And Uncle Scoob had a really hard time out of the gate with this. And so hard that Dion started off this game up 11 to 1. Um, but Uncle Scoob came and he and he adjusted and ended up being a 12-12 game at the end, tied with game point on the line. Uh, but Dion ultimately used his post scoring and got a game point winner to uh to win the first game of King of the Court. Now I want to break this down because, I'll, you know, Dion has brought uh, an approach to King of the Court like we haven't seen before. You know, you see the guys, most of them, they're, 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 uh, their game is step-back driven or they're, they got really fancy finishes where Dion utilized the size mm -hmm. and kept it really simple. Uh, 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 two dribble spin move to the middle, uh, getting to the block, jump hooks, you name it. Um, what do you think about that? Like, is this something that uh, that's going to change the game, how people approach 1v1 moving forward? I mean, yeah, of course. I mean, with this body style, with, with this body size, the compared, I mean, if it was another big, I think he would have to adjust. But, you know, the dudes he was going up against, Scoob and, and Ty, they're, you know, a little undersized compared to him. And he just kept doing the same move, going right. If you If you were watching, Frank, uh, Nitty was getting mad because he's like, bro, Ty, guard, like he's doing the same move every time, guard it. But it's something that you can't really guard. He's going hard right, going hard left, spin move, and then a hook shot. It's hard to guard a hook. You're not guarding a hook. With so, that being said, I, I totally agree with you, but I really want to commend Uncle Scoob's ability to get shots off of bigger players. Now we move on to the second game, Scoob between Ty. And uh, background of this, Ty showed up 10 minutes before the game was supposed to start. And uh, we're being the whole time. And we're being the whole time. Fell off and, about five times. And Uncle Scoob took his little approach from Dion's game and brought it brought it over. It was really physical with Ty. Got under him, as you can see right there. He got his beanie off. He just he, he just made the game physical. And as we saw throughout throughout King of the Court, Ty was not really comfortable with that. And um you know, Uncle Scoob got out to a big lead. Ty tried to make a comeback. But at the end, Uncle Scoob's physical approach was a little too much. Now, I want to I commend Uncle Scoob because with the new rules, if you foul two times in a row, the, instead of the, the ball going up and getting checked up, 
it goes straight to a free throw. Now, Uncle Scoob was able to play physical without fouling. Um, I think that's really important here because he also had a good strategy that I think some people might use in the future. What do you think about his approach, Isaac, and, um, and him winning this game? He played really hard. Look at you smelling Ty's whole breath. And I'm, I was kind of upset at Ty because you show up 10 minutes before the game time with the beanie on. Like, come on, bro. I, I got to call him. I got to talk to him later on, give him a little call, check him on what he was on because he wasn't doing it right. But, yeah, Scoob came at him. Scoob was not – Scoob came to get that money, and you could see it. Scoob, Scoob, was, Scoob was on point. And at this point, he had one win. Scoob was an hour early. I'm sure he was of wrong. He was. Got Bro, his, you got hey, you got bread you got bread on the line twenty five hundred on the line. I'll be there stretching two hours before the game. Give my shots three hours there. ready to go, ready to go. So now wow. we move on to the matchup we were looking forward to: yeah. Dion versus Ty. And just like uh, against Uncle Scoob, Ty struggled a little bit with Dion's strength and size. Now, um, you know, Dion came out to a big lead again. Uh, but Ty stayed a little bit closer to him. But at the end, Dion's approach of keeping it simple, going to the bucket, hitting timely jumpers, was all too much for Ty. Now, break down this game right here, um, Isaac. What do you think was uh, was the big key to Dion winning this game? Fundamental, bro. He was real fundamental. He did what worked and didn't go away from that. Kept hitting him with the jab step. You're leaving me open. I'm going to shoot it. You come up on me, I'm going to use my strength. I'm going to hit you with some dribbles, spin off that wide open layup, hook shot. I could tell Dion works on that hook shot a lot because he, he has that master that's all the way up over here across his shoulder. You can't block that. Like, look how hyped he was. That man was hyped. No, bro. D, I mean, I've known Dion since 10 years old and trying to get him on the show today, but it didn't work out. However, I'll tell you this. Like, Dion has just always been that guy that just was locked in and always focused on who. And he's just he's just one of those guys that's just like beeline on doing this. And he's always wanting to be a hooper, a professional basketball player. And it's finally come to fruition. So I'm really happy for him. But um, what I will say is, is that um, I feel like, you know, Ty's my guy. He's our guy. Uh, he got a little exposed yesterday because as we saw, Nitty was alluding to it the entire game was, he has a real hard time guarding bigger guys or guys that are post-oriented. And being a bigger guy, you're always – you can't be a liability in that in that fashion. Ty 6'7", six, 6'8", six, right, long arms. I feel like if he would have had a better approach or been ready and prepared, he could have been more uh, of a disruption than Dion. But, you know, you show up 10 minutes before the game, there's, there's 25 to five, five racks on the line. Bros are coming different. Yeah. And an hour early, school was an hour early, getting prepared. That's what you get. Should have came prepared. So um, before we move on, I uh, want to make sure you guys click the star to follow. Make sure to share the broadcast with all your folks, okay? And click the diamond and drop the props and support the culture. Yes, sir. Now, caffeine app. Shout out to the caffeine app. For sure. Now, Dion's going to return in the coming weeks. But king of the court – Next week is going to be all guards. So you ready for this lineup? You ready for this lineup? Let's see. We got, first and foremost, Iso Hove. And if you guys don't know him, you need to look him up. He's a 
problem. Then you got mixtape legend Trevor Dunbar, who is from my era of basketball. I remember him, bro. He was a problem. He's from the Bay. He actually still coaches AAU for SF Rebels still to this day. But he is an absolute issue. And then, last but not least, our favorite, your arch nemesis, <laughs> Hezzy God. <laughs> Hezzy God, yo. Hey, listen, bro. This is nuts. This this matchup is crazy. Um, I'm, I'm glad to see that these three guys are all the same archetype. Small guards yeah. who are crafty, creative, but also, you know, size up well and match up well together. Um, who are you most like, who are you happy enough, who you want to see the most out of this group of guys? I mean, hey, it's an even playing field, so I, I, I'm excited to see this one. But you know what? Uh, sheesh. You know, Hezzy, man. I got respect for Hezzy. He just had 55, what was it, 55 in the Drew League. I want to see Hezzy. I want to see what he does because I've guarded Hezzy. I've seen what he does. Let's see what you bring to the table, man. Who do you want him to be against, though? Trevor Dunbar. I want to see that matchup. You know what's crazy? I I feel like ever since we started uh, covering King of the Court, episode one, there's always a guy. um, Iso Hove right now. Last week, it was uh, Uncle School. The week before that, it was uh, D-Bones. And the week before that, it was Big Chance. We always have one guy that we're not very familiar with, and we come in underestimating. And right now it's Iso Hope, who I got to see some videos of him earlier today, but not super familiar with him. So I don't want to discount him just because of that. So with that being said, I'm really curious. I Obviously, I want to see Hezzy versus uh, Dunbar, but two guys that I'm not familiar with, Iso Hope and also Dunbar as of late, what his game is like. I want to see them go head to head because I, I know what Hezzy's capable of see him week to week playing in the Drew and Venice, but I really want to see those guys go because I, you know, there's so much unknown for me. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know who plays better defense, who's going to adjust this, that, and the other. So I'm really intrigued by that matchup. Yeah, no, it's going to be a crazy. I mean, he got ISO in his name for a reason. This is what he's made for. It's an ISO game. We'll see what he comes with, man. But I'm also I'm also curious to see these guys once again the little guards and I won't call them little but the smaller guards they have a tendency to over dribble or need a million dribbles to get into their move and with the rules of king of the court you only have three dribbles to operate who's going to be able to adjust to that quick enough to be able to get their shot off? I mean it's tough man when you have three dribbles only anything can happen anything. Can- Anybody could come with that game. I don't know. I mean, Hezzy, I've seen him play once. He struggled a little bit with the uh, with the three dribbles, but we're gonna have. He was, to... he was also matching up against a bigger guy too. That that must. That's fair. That's what I'm. That's why I'm excited to see this matchup because it's all even. Because Mister Four Five Greg Hell cannot move like Hezzy can, but when you got three dribbles only, it's fair game. Right. You just got to guard that three dribbles. You don't have to look for no Hezzy. I mean, Hezzy got. He needs some extra. You might need some extra dribbles for that Hezzy. So, no, no question. And, but you could say, like, whoever's watched Trevor Dunbar's uh, mixtapes growing up, anybody, 
you know that he's a dribble machine, bro. He get dri- like his handles are crazy, but like how simple can he keep it? And even when I saw hope, I seen some of his stuff. He's an acrobatic finisher. He can he can he hits turnaround jumpers. You name it. He has all of that in his Duffy. Okay, so you guys got to be ready. Hey, Damo, you're telling me he has a Louis V or Gucci? He, Louis, uh, Fendi, Prada, uh, Gucci, uh, well, Balm, no, Balmain, sorry. Uh, anything. Anything. With no, with no strings attached, like Balenciaga? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. He got That's the Balenciaga right. bag. Any, hey, remember we was at Nordstrom the other day? Any of that designer stuff we saw at Nordstrom? That designer it. whole section right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was yeah. all his product. He got the Y3 backpack. He got the uh, <laughs> he got the uh, any uh, Randy Champ, anything you can think of. He got that joint. I watched him. He's valid. Um, but this is a PSA to all the fans watching right now. If you are local in Southern California, you see my backdrop, Open Gym Premier in Anaheim, California. That's where King of the Court will be taking place. And since it's such a big space, we will be opening up King of the Court to the public. So. If you're in Orange County, drop by and let's build an atmosphere, y'all. I'm excited. I'm going to be there. I'm, I'm walking downstairs. My office is right upstairs. I know Isaac could be there. Come through and say what's up. I will be there at 445 <laughs> on the dot because everybody needs to show up at 5. I'm there 15 minutes before I need to show up. Just to let you guys know, first game is starting at 6 p.m. Pacific time. So if you're if you're gonna show up, make sure you get here early just in case it's a madhouse. And if you're not showing up, make sure you tune in on this very app, Caffeine app, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Okay. Now, with that being said, Isaac, if you're showing up, are we gonna have an honorable uh, challenge from you? One v one Hezzy? Hey, I'll bring my shoe. You, hey, I'll pop the trunk quick. You can go outside of the. Uh... Driveway right now, I got my Adidas, Dame Lillard's. Pop the trunk real quick, pull them out. I'll be prepared just in case, man. I might put them in your office so I can go right upstairs and come back down. That is, hey, I don't, I don't want to knock off Hezzy's game. I know he's playing for bread. I know there's a lot of stuff on the line. So I'm, I'm going to leave him alone. I'm going to say what's up, though. I'm going to see how he acts. But, hey, you know I pop the trunk. I will I will bring out the kicks. Those are the Daimlers I got in my trunk right now. The black stallions. Look, look at Isaac blowing kisses to Hezzy. <laughs> and 94 feet too. I'm not scared of a handle. You, I'm not. I don't believe in handles. I'm in those. Hey, I can attest, man. This just ain't a fluke shot. Like, like Isaac last night was going off at our men's league game. We needed him too because, like, we only had five guys. He was a fresh leg. He was a fresh leg, bro, and he came in. And he dropped a cool 20. We had like 60 points as a team. So Isaac's valid. I think that he'll give Hezzy a run in his money for once. And that's just me. And I'm I'm being as unbiased as I can. All right. That's respect. That's now, respect. Um who would win uh the, I think what the public wants to see as we get as we get uh, closer is um me and you run the ones. We gotta do that. Oh, we'll do that one day. Don't worry. I got to get my back in order because you saw me last night. I was yeah. struggling. <laughs> well, I'm using and I got to sit down, down and guard you, dog. got to sit down and guard you. Hey, man, I'm quick. I got quick twitch. I don't care, bro. I'm still getting that dub. 
And if you guys agree, drop your comments in the section, please. There guys. Because. Make sure you guys click the star to follow and make sure to share the broadcast. Click the diamond and drop props and support the culture. All right, now, as we move on, we got a special guest in the building for you guys. We got Counter Magic alum who was at Drew League the other day, uh, starting five. UCLA stud combo guard and also a member of the final four team that went to the final four back in 2021 and not to mention he was on our content magic national championship team as our the soul of the team the guy who made the engine go we got Jalen Clark in the building Jay Rock what's good with y'all man where you at right now dog Bro, I was in. I'm in Vegas, bro. I just did this escape room. Like, I when I swear to God, Isaac, I was so scared, bro. They, <laughs> Are you bro, they, bro, no, no, no. They got like this doll. It's a horror doll, and you got you got to unlock her. And she's talking the whole time, like, unlock me, talk to me, like, come play, <laughs> bro. As soon as you grab her, they cut all the lights off. She talking about I can move. I was. I looked at my girlfriend. I was like, Nah, bro, I can't do this. I, I, like, bro, I was sitting in the corner just chilling for a minute. He was over there holding it down for you, huh? Bro, I was like, nah, nah, turn the lights on, bro. I kept talking to the door like, nah, turn the lights on, bro. And then she told us how to turn the lights on and I was solid. I wasn't messing with that, though. Yeah, that ain't it. That ain't nah, it. I've never been nah. in an escape room. I got to try one of those. But. Bro, yeah, escape rooms nah. are the worst, dog. Escape rooms are the worst. I did one at, at work one time, dog. And if you ain't got the right people in there, you're going to be stuck. Oh, yeah. For sure. Like, not all of them are scary, though, Isaac. They have, like, normal. This is the first horror one I've ever went to. And I'm claustrophobic, too, so I can't be in there too long, personally. Yeah, yeah <laughs> nah. But how y'all boys been? Good, bro. You know, we just we just wanted to catch up with you. Uh, I mean, first and foremost, we want to talk about Sunday, how crazy it was the Drew League. Five Magic Boys started in the same team. What did that mean for you as a Content Magic alum? It was just, like, hella cool. I ain't seen my guys. You know, after AAU, you really don't play with each other like that. But, like, you don't get that opportunity unless y'all both get blessed to get drafted or play in the same organization at that level. But it was just cool. We all didn't play with each other so long. Like, I was trying to tell our coach, Gary, like, bro, we're fine. We don't need a coach. Like, we didn't all play with each other since we was young. If you got just let us do what we do, man. Yeah, type, type deal. Like, we know what we doing type. So, but it was super cool. It was super cool. It was super fun. I, I love seeing my guys. I mean, the other squad had Amari Bailey, Trey White, uh, yeah. Matt, Matt Mitchell. They had some bodies on there. You guys yeah, they was they was loaded. They was loaded too. Bro. They were pretty pretty easy. Not yeah, bro, too, like I was like I said. I mean, we all doing this at a very high level. Ain't many organizations messing with us. So it was cool. Yeah, hey man, I, it was crazy to see all you guys together, especially like like we talked about. Most of you guys were on that national title team that we had yeah. to go. Um, but seeing your guys get to the league and like, be where they're at, where they're at, is that motivation for you? Oh, for sure, a thousand percent. I'm also like, damn, too, because we all just really boy. Like we walk around. I'm, I'm with out of all of them. I'm with O the most, and seeing all these kids just run up and flock to him, that's super cool to see. You know what I mean? But like to me and y'all, he's just like he's just oh, you know what I mean? So that is cool and like the the big picture of things. That's dope, man. Yeah, I, I can see that from that lens for sure. I'll be with O. I'll, I'll be with O sometimes too, and it's crazy to see where his uh, profiles come from. Him being an underdog kid from Chino Hills to now being an NBA, being for being sure a celebrity, bro. It's crazy. For sure. Yeah. 
it's nuts. But, um, you know, uh, building on that, you know, back UCLA, you guys final four run, maybe didn't make it as far as you guys wanted to this past year. What should we expect from you and the team from UCLA this year? Well, I mean, this year is going to be like how it was when I was rocking that black and gold, if you get what I mean. Type Ooh, thing. I love but, it. But, um, but it's, it's, it's going to be cool. Like, I, we're going to do big things. I think people – I think what's best is people are counting us out because Johnny and others, like, and Jules, people like that have left. But I think it's going to be really good for us. So, um, you're saying you guys are underdogs this year. But we should expect kind of a breakout similar to uh, maybe Final Four run. Like, like guys aren't expecting enough of you guys. You saying exactly? I mean, like North Carolina shows you, you just gotta get hot at the right time. It don't matter who you got on your team, none of that. If you know what I mean. That's fair. I mean, That's you, guys got, you guys got important pieces coming back. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. yeah. You yeah. guys, uh, you guys are built to make to do. Some great things, uh, and we're gonna be running. We're gonna be running way more than we were last year because we got a damn Bona. I don't know yeah. if y'all familiar with him. He's a monster. Oh, I, know, I know Bona. Bona's a Bona's a stud, bro. Yeah. <laughs> hey, he not to make the tiger. He don't know what a, he don't know what a layup is. He's trying to dunk everything. Not to mention Tiger and you guys got you guys got Jaime back too. Yeah, uh, yeah. And Jaime's on good ankles. Last year, you know, he had insane. Going yeah. On. Yeah, no question. I'm excited to see that. I'm excited to see that uh, up close and personal this year. You know we're going to be at some UCLA games for sure. No, no, it's going to be lit, bro. It's going to be lit. It's going to be super lit. So, J-Rock, we're on the street ball show. So, naturally, I got to tie this in. Growing up, who was your favorite street ball player? Like, who was your favorite street ball player? Bone Bone collector? I like that. 1,000%. Thousand percent. Thousand percent. He be he be he him and the professor. I feel like was my error. No, no question. I I, I got to play against the bone collector one time. Since at Centennial, we used to have a, a celebrity, uh, like an alumni game or celebrity all star game. We used to do, and he came he came to the gym and showed out, bro. He's he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did, bro. Yeah, no, but bone collector is definitely my favorite street ball player ever. I, yeah, I, or like the funny, or like the clips of Escalade I saw. Escalade, I love Escalade. Escalade, Escalade was like six, eight or nine, whatever. Big, big, body. big boy. Wide body. Wide body. <laughs> really wide body hooping. Hey, for, do, I, just out of curiosity, like, I know it's street ball, but is there any moves that you got watching mixtapes growing up that you put into your game now? No, bunk. Bone collector is definitely well. Like I don't do it a lot in game, but the bone collector is the one reason I be trying to like. I feel like he really just embarrasses people throwing the ball between their legs, off the head, all. Like in games, I'm not gonna lie. When I see someone with a really wide stance, I'm like, I just want to throw it between the legs and snatch it back. But you know, you always get that other voice. It's like if this don't go right, I'm coming out for a while. If you know what I mean. But for sure, or just like smacking the ball off somebody's head. But I don't know if that's a tech or nothing in college. But hey, just little hey. stuff like that, just embarrassing people. Hey, I'll give you $10 if you do that in a college game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, J-Rock, we're running out of time, man. But before we go, we have a really important thing that you want to plug. Uh, 
about your camp. Can you let the people know about it and, and let oh, them know? Yeah. So I got a camp in Riverside at Bobby Bonds. Um, is that, that's where I grew up playing. That's where I started and everything like that. It's a totally free camp. Um, we raised the funds through like the community and the UCLA community. So no kid got to pay. I'm looking for like 50, 75 kids. We're dropping on backpacks, shirts, socks, like a whole bunch of stuff before they go back to school. We're trying to get shoes too, trying to work on that. But yeah, it's gonna be like full five hours of just fun. Um, we're gonna have like prizes at the end. I think I'm gonna give away like Nintendo Switches to the whole winning team, if you know what I mean. Just giving back for real. I'm the, I can't really do much with my funds right now because I'm not blessed. I haven't been blessed yet to get drafted. I put the yet on there, but um. Yeah, so this is just really the whole community giving back, if you know what I mean. Because I couldn't have made this happen by myself. But it's happening August 27th at Bobby Bonds in Riverside. Yo, to see you do this, um, seeing you grow up in front of us, and to see you giving back to your community is a really dope thing to see. Um, especially, you know, we're off in the same home area. To, so this is like yeah. a little bit more personal to us. Yeah. Uh, I, I tell you what, I'll be there. Um, support yeah. soul out. You need, hey, you need me to pack bags. I appreciate, bags, it. I appreciate it, for real. We're here, bro. I need help. I'm here. So, for sure. Just, just to run it back, J Rock's uh, community camp Saturday, August 27th, from eight to four p.m. Bobby Bonds Recreation Center in Riverside, California, and it's a it's a free camp, right? J Rock, the free. Yeah, camp? no, you don't, you don't gotta pay a dime. Um, just register hey. at um, is my registration on there? Uh day, my mom didn't put it on there. Okay, well I'm a um I'm gonna figure out a way to get it to y'all. I have, it's called the JRockCompany.com. That's the place you ready. Put it in your bio or something. Yeah, it's, no, it's, not, it's on your bio. The story on his Instagram. Yeah, I'll put it in my bio. I'll, I'll put it in my bio. Yeah, yeah, if yeah, just go to Jalen on Instagram, J A Y L E N on Instagram, J A Y L E N, and it's posted all on my page and stuff. So, got it. Hey, uh, yes, sir. before you leave, let everybody know, where can we follow you? What's, what's, your, what's your social media? Um, Yeah, Instagram, J-A-Y-L-E-N. And then really my YouTube, about to get that thing jumping again. And that's really the only socials I'm used right now. But make sure you follow me, stay tapped in. This year going to be a crazy year. That's dope, man. Hey, well, J-Rock, we really appreciate you coming on the Street Ball Show, brother. Good luck with your community event and good luck this season. And we'll see you in two it's in two weeks, right? Two weeks. At yes, your, sir. At your, camp, at your camp, brother. Appreciate you, man. Yes, sir. Thank, appreciate Thank you, Domo. All right, Isaac. I'm going to yeah. pull up on you soon, Isaac. Pull up, man. Pull All up. right, then, boy. All right. Nice. That was dope. All right. He's um, really doing his own community event, just giving back bro. to the community. Different, man. Got to love to see it. it it's, it's dope because, you know, we've been doing community events with the, with the program and having him from there, there from a young age, it's really cool to see that they're doing their own programming now, now that they're in a position of influence, you know what I mean? And using their influence to do the same things that we've been trying to preach to them since they were 13 or 14 years old. All right, so we don't have real time for Q&A, unfortunately, because we went a little over, but we still want to do our segment, Streetball Clip of the Week. So mine, <laughs> mine is a little confusing. Uh, DeJounte and Paulo, as you guys know, had the beef. But the next day, what is this? Man, that's the same. DeJounte gets the rebound 
and the man, the innocent bystander, he pats it on his head for no reason. Now, listen, man, I'm an advocate for mental health, man. This right here <laughs> is a is a telltale sign like DeJounte. We can talk it out, we do whatever, but there's clearly a lot of pent up because they know he might he's liable to throw that Brock. He might let yeah. that thing go. Yeah. So they <laughs> and I don't want you to catch a case because one of these one of these people that you're playing against might sue you because you might oh, hit him in the head too hard. I dare you to throw Brock at me. I'm right here with it. Throw it. Throw it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, but DeJounte, you gotta chill out, dog, especially when you're playing against uh regular pedestrians, dog, because because they, they got they got nothing to lose. And you got everything to lose, brother. So I was very confused by this. This is why I want to highlight it. But now we're gonna to go to Isaac Slip. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, James Harden at the Rico Hines runs, man. Love to see it. Look at him going to work. Has a Cassie Athena shorts on. Shout out to Cass. She actually took an iconic photo of us at half court, all the Magic family at the Drew League. But yeah, James Harden getting jiggy, man. Just doing what he does. Step backs, jumpers. And, and his new kicks, too. You know, I, I hate when, when clips surface, right? Like, they show Scotty Barnes locking him up for a few possessions. But that doesn't mean Harden wasn't cooking the rest of the time. Like, look at him. He's getting right. buckets, bro. You know, it's James Harden. He's going to do whatever he wants. He's going to do what he does. He's a great player, man. I, great player. I, I, I think this brings us to the conversation, though. You see, you you highlighted it when we're in, in show prep. The new shoes. What do you think about them? Hey, man. So if you look at the front of the shoe, it, it kind of looks like the Harden Volume Ones. He has like the, the wrap over it, and then the back looks like the throwback. James, the uh, like roses, the roses. Yeah. So it's like a mixture. I don't know about that middle piece, man. When I saw that middle piece, I was kind of like, man, you, I, I see I where you're coming from. But, I think I got to see it in another a colorway because that that's yeah, not that good, purple is kind of screaming at you too, man. That that's not a good like it's, it's not even this team colors like it's not it's just not on brand for me. I got to see it. I got to see it in the Philly blue and red, you know, and then like the, you know the you know the generic red and black. I got to see it in other colorways before I make make a decision about it. But it's not my favorite shoe of all time either. Yeah, it's not mine either. It's kind of. You know, some more things could have been done with it, but I mean, hey, it might be comfy, might be super comfy. I got to rock it first. Might be the Harden's comfy, usually man. comfy, man. Honestly. Yeah. So I'm with it. It it looks like it has good lockdown too. The the upper looks like it's not too like big, so you're not sliding around in the shoe. I think it's a good. I think it's a good look. This is a great photo too. Shout out to Cassie. Cassie's on the point with all of her stuff. So yeah. appreciate you, Cass, as always. Straight shooter, Cass. All right, well, that's all she wrote. Episode four is already over. We appreciate you guys coming through and supporting the culture. Uh, my name is Dom. My name is Isaac. And this is the Streetball Show. We out. Mm-hmm.